Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted to sample the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life. And I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Hello, hello, friends. Welcome back to another day here on the Heal Squad. It's going to be a great day because we are going to learn so much. It's going to help us get better in our lives. So excited to be with you today. We'll start with our quote of the day. A bad day for your ego is a great day for your soul. Ooh, Jillian Michaels with the great quote. I love this. All right, Hill Squad. Uh, welcome back. Welcome to any new listeners. This is what we do here every single day. We have the best of the best on here to help us in this journey called life with a very special focus on health and wellness. Before we get started, I want to share with you, so I'm wearing this little denim romper here, friends. If you're on YouTube, you can see it. If you're just listening, it's this very thin denim material, and it's got the little like scrunchy bottom and the scrunchy arms. You can, you know, lift your sleeves up. I love it. So it's from Macy's. It's their new brand called On 34th. I'm really excited about it, and so are they actually because... It's designed for women like us. It's made for your body, your style, whatever your day has in store. I know what I love about like this piece, for example, when I picked it out, is that it's really cold indoors with all the air conditioning. So you need something that's going to keep you warm, but not make you sweat and go crazy on the outside when you open those doors. So it's a light enough material. I also did grab uh, a really beautiful cardigan. I've been really noticing that I love having a nice warm cardigan on my chair at my desk or wherever in my kitchen. It's cold, always cold. And so I've got a really cute um, little collection of outfits from on 34th. I also got these denim cargo pants that are really, really adorable. So check it out, Macy's.com. Of course, you can check them all out, all the pieces I personally purchased and love macy's.com forward slash hill squad check it out also they're a big supporter of the show as you know if you've been listening like our ogs have been um they know that i've had a long relationship with macy's and they really are uh amazing to partner with so 
Everything you buy from that link supports us here. And so we're super grateful for all of you who are using that link, whether you're buying things on my curated list or just specifically using that link to go through to buy anything that you need. Uh, we really appreciate you using that. I just got my sunscreen from Macy's.com forward slash shield squad. It's called Kula. It's a, an organic one. So remember that for these hot summer days. Also, we have a new supporter of the show, Noom, which we did a whole episode on because I I set a friend of ours and a Heel Squad uh, listener and OG on the path with Noom. It's really remarkable because its emphasis is on behavioral change. And I noticed that that was the hugest part of my weight loss journey as well. So for anybody who's thinking about managing their weight or getting healthier, you should definitely check out Noom. Uh, it's It's been really, really successful with a lot of my friends. I started hearing a lot of my friends were using it and loving it. That's when I said, let's set N on this journey and see how she does. And she has been loving it. She's journaling every day and she's just saying how her whole life is changing. So we're going to check back in with her soon. But in the meantime, check out Noom for your health and fitness goals. We're kind of a little over the halfway mark this year and you can start anew if you, you know, if you started off strong this year, you know, some of us fall to the wayside at some point, but you can pick up and start again now and get ahead of your New Year's goals because we're going to blink and it's going to be New Year's, guys. Anyhow, today on the show, we're going to delve into the concept of ego, the false identity that often masquerades as our true self. This imposter convinces us that we must protect our pride, cling to our past, and maintain a facade of invincibility. But how does this imposter limit our potential for growth, connection, and happiness? Our first all-star is Dr. Laura Berman, a renowned psychologist and relationship expert whose work has touched countless lives. Then, of course, Ryan Weiss, a transformational life coach and mindfulness practitioner. And last up, Dr. Shafali, who we love, a clinical psychologist and best-selling author who has revolutionized the way we perceive parenting and personal growth. So get your notebooks out and get ready to heal, my friends. Love you. Pooja and I feel like have daily therapy sessions. And this came up the other day when both of us were like, wow, we don't like to get vulnerable with someone if we're like, going into a relationship, right? We're trying to date. It's like, I don't want to be vulnerable because I don't want to get hurt. And we were talking about this and we're like, wait, is it that though? Or is it just that we're like scared of our ego being bruised? So I'd message Dr. Laura and we were talking about that. So I feel like it's just a fascinating thing just the ego in general. Yeah. I'm like, how do you even put that aside? How do you, how do you it, work with well, that? Well, the answer is yes, and it doesn't matter whether mm. it's your ego or fear because that's what the ego is. The, the ego is not bad. We love our egos. Um, it's our personality, but it's also the part, its intention is to keep us safe. So like mm. think of, you know, a, a really well-intentioned but crazy roommate in your head. That's like, no, you can't do it. You can't say that. You know, you're going to look like an idiot. You can't do that. You're going to get hurt. You know, it's, it's, it's trying to keep you from getting hurt. Mm. Um, and its agenda is fear. You know, it operates on fear, right? And any decision made from fear unequivocally is a bad one, right? So when you make decisions from fear, I'm not talking about, you know, authentic awareness of negative patterns you've been doing and trying to avoid those. I mean, when you're just 
making a decision out of scarcity or fear, it's never going to work out for you, right? Mm -hmm. So when you talk about not getting vulnerable with someone because you're afraid you're going to get hurt, you have learned through many different negative experiences in your life that when I open, when there've been these times that I have trusted someone that I've made myself vulnerable and they not only have abandoned me or hurt me, they've even used that information for evil rather than good. And so then your ego is like, remember, don't forget, they're going to do it again. You know, you're an idiot if you open up, right? Yeah. That's what your ego is saying. But your authentic self knows two things. One, if you can move your ego aside and really, this is where the full body yes comes in, right? And really ground yourself. And I share, by the way, when you get the Ascension book, you get all these guided meditations and a whole packet of video interviews Perfect. I've done wow. too. Um, but but you ground yourself, which you can, you'll get on the book, or even if you go to my website, it's on the meditation page, on the quantum love page, but you sort of ground yourself because you because we're energetic beings and we have to kind of center ourselves in order to really feel what we're feeling. And you get really quiet and you ask your body like, okay, maybe not in the moment when that person is sitting across the table from you that you're deciding whether (laughs) to share or not. Excuse me one minute while I ground (laughs) and check for my full body, yes. But like, you know, later you you ground, you check, okay, you know, is this person someone who can I can open up to, right? Mm -hmm. And also intellectually, like, are they showing any red flags? Were they a total jerk to the waiter? Did they gossip about someone else? You know, you can tell who people right. are. They show you, yeah. you know, believe them. Um, and so as you ask yourself, like, is this someone you can I can trust? If this is one of the most beautiful things about all of us, but on steroids as we ascend, your body is constantly talking to you mm. and your intuition is on fire. You just have to listen to it. And, and the full body, yes, is, is like a full body experience. So for me, it's a buzzing, it's, I call it truth chills on myself, like it's a yes. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused 
on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, They keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. So you ask a yes, no, can I trust this person with my heart? That doesn't mean they're not going to break up with you someday or they're not going to, you know, potentially, it doesn't mean they're perfect and that they're your life partner, right? But is this person someone I can trust? Do I have a full body yes to that or not? Like putting my ego aside for a minute, let me just ask my body, ask my heart. I also teach people in the book and elsewhere to kind of run things, really attuned to your heart center on a regular basis because there's so much support running into that constantly. That's our God self. That's our our hotline to spirit, God, the universe is right in the center of your heart chakra. There's a flame there, which is like the center and the start of your consciousness and your existence. And if you start tuning into that, even when I'm doing a session with someone and I'm getting a hit on something, I'm like, okay, is this just like my agenda that I really want to tell her, you know, she really shouldn't trust this, you know, or is this true? Mm-hmm. I run it through my heart and I can always tell if it constricts and doesn't open. 
It's not real. How do you know if it's your heart versus your head? Because it's a visceral, physical experience. Mm, okay. That's what I'm saying. Your ego is your head, right? right. Or if, if I were to say to you, you know, say hello to yourself in your head, right? The one who is saying hello in your head is your ego. Ooh. The one who is hearing hello is your true self, oh. right? Yeah. So you have to start really communicating and attuning to and checking in with your true self. Okay. That's all on the metaphysical and emotional level. On the practical level, trusting someone, opening your heart to them, taking an emotional risk. There is, and this is what we call cognitive behavioral, right? Like the checking these assumptions. Okay. So you open up to someone, you get vulnerable. They betray you or abuse you or turn out to be one more jerk. What happens? You get hurt for a second, yeah. and then you move on. It sucks, <laughs> yeah. and then you move on. And yeah. you're wiser and smarter because True. of it. True. Right? So nothing risked, nothing gained. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you unequivocally you know, give your heart away to everyone. Right. But in the end, the only way we can have real love in our life is if we're willing to get our heart broken. And you can be guaranteed, it may not happen through love, but I can absolutely guarantee you you're going to have your heart broken many times. All of us are. Mm-hmm. Right. We're gonna. You can't be so scared of heartbreak. We're mm-hmm. all going to have our hearts broken many, many times mm-hmm. before we go. Hopefully, because we're going to live a long time. Yeah. Dang. What's the difference between the, the heart? It does. <laughs> but what's the difference between the heart and the stomach? Because I always oh. hear the stomach's the second brain. Yeah. And so that's why I get confused, like what to listen to. Um, they're connected and both, right? There's not one. The gut, you know, when they talk about gut instincts, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You feel that in your belly. My issue with gut instincts, and I believe in them, um, is that sometimes what is a gut instinct is actually fear. Mm. And sometimes fear is coming from ego, and sometimes it's coming from intuition. And so knowing the difference, what that feels like. So you feel the gut pull, the stomach dropping before you say, oh, God, this is a bad person, or I shouldn't be doing that run it through your heart, right? And then you know, okay, this is just old fear coming up and old patterns that I'm, you know, trying to protect myself or something is really off with this person. I like that. You just clarified that for me. Yeah, because we talk talk a lot on here about intuition versus versus anxiety, Mm -hmm. and I didn't realize how closely... But that the heart can be the the way that tells you which is which. Mm -hmm. It's intuition or it's ego. First of all, I love Dr. Berman. She's a good friend and she's amazing, but I love her insights on the ego and how she delves deep into the core mission of the ego to keep us safe. Up next is Ryan Weiss. We can't forget about imposter syndrome. If you have time, Ryan. We we got... We kind of into so it. So many around. What do you want to know? About how many there are, or when you suffer, when you when feel you, it, when you suffer from it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know all the greats say they have those moments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go super metaphysical, spiritual on this one, and then we can find a way to practical if we want, or we can just keep it in the spiritual. <laughs> the ultimate imposter is the ego. The ego is the belief that I am a small, separate thing. That's not what I am. That's not who I am. Of course, in Miracles says is that I am, for lack of a better word, energy. I existed long before I was born and will exist long after I pass. My body is like a suit of clothes that I put on at birth 
and I take off when I pass at death, that who I truly am is a creation of this brilliant, magnificent, loving universe, that who I truly am is an extension of this universe. So Marian Williamson says, if the universe or God is green felt, then I too am green felt. Mm. The only difference between me and God is that God created me. I didn't create God. Say I say that again. The only difference between me and God is that I is that God created me. I didn't create God. When we are a collective, what the Course of Miracles calls the sonship or the daughtership, the children, the creation of this universe, look how powerful we are. As one being, we're destroying an entire planet. Look how powerful we are. Yes. We build countries that w- go to war with each other, but we also build magnificent technology and beautiful art. We are epically powerful. The Course says we are the creation of the universe. That's what we truly are. We are this energy. The ego says, no, no, I'm this body. Right? Of course, the miracle says, I am not the body. I am free. I am as God created me. The body is a tool for learning, and it's a vessel for communication. The body is a, is a tool for healing, and it's a tool for healing when I can remember that you are not your body, that you are the light of this universe. That's what namaste means. Right? We throw it around so much. All namaste means is the light in me salutes the light in you. Namaste means you're light, and so am I. So we remind our mind of that. The ego says, no, no, you're not light. That's a nice concept, but that's mm-hmm. bullshit. You're the body. I'm the body. I'm the resume. I'm how much money I have or don't have. I'm my career. Mm-hmm. I'm my relationships. I'm my home. I'm my Gucci, Prada, my Gucci Prada shoes. I'm my BMW, whatever it is. I am the mm-hmm. things I have or don't have. That's the ego that says I am a small separate thing. That's the ultimate imposter. That's not who we truly are. When I am identified as my ego, I will always feel like I'm an imposter. That's where arrogance comes from. When I know who I truly am and rest into into who I truly am, there's no need for arrogance. I don't need to prove to anybody. But when I'm feeling small and separate, then I have to prove that I'm not. This is that massive narcissism this is the economy that we, we live in an economy that's been designed by mostly white men who feel so small and insignificant with such small dick energy yeah. that they feel that they need to prove to everybody that yeah. they are the most powerful person in the world and are willing to do anything to do so, mm. right? That's the world that, we've, that we live in, yeah. right? It's, it's, so it's rooted in this imposter. And so anytime I'm in my ego, which I'm in mine all the time, you're in yours all the time, it's yeah. a part of our experience. Yep. Um, when I'm in my ego, I feel like an imposter. That comes out through, I'm not good enough to do this work. Can I really help people? Um, who am I to speak on that stage? You know, Who am I to write that book? Marian Williamson writes in her book, A Return to Love, who am I not? to be beautiful and fabulous. I'm a child of God, Mm -hmm. right? You know that quote, it's not our darkness, it's our light Mm -hmm. that we most fear. Know that quote? Wow. Often misattributed to Nelson Mandela. No, He he used it in his speech. So explain that to me. Yeah. 
why Let do me we just read it to you accurately? Sure. First, that, and then that we, um, we fear it's the light that we fear the most. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down for you in just a moment in the way I see it. Um, but I just want to read it to you accurately. Um, yeah, here it is. Our deepest fear. This comes from her book, A Return to Love, which is rooted in the principles of A Course in Miracles. <clears throat> Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask, we ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, and fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. Mm. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. Not, it's not just in some of us. It's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give permission, give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So that sentence that you were asking about, it is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. So when we are in the position of the ego, the small and separate, the ego, that us is afraid of light because the ego knows it's not ultimately real. The ego knows that the belief which the ego is the belief that I'm separate, it knows that's not ultimately true, right? So it's threatened by light because light casts away all illusions. Light casts away darkness. The ultimate darkness is the belief that I'm separate. So the, so the ego is afraid literally for its life. If the light turns on within me, it'll shine on, it'll shine truth. Hmm. And the truth will show the ego isn't real. The ego isn't ultimately real. It's an aspect of our experience. So it mm. seems very real. So the ego is afraid of the light and tries to keep us away from the light. Right? That's why we don't meditate. It's not because you don't have time. Right? We don't take care of ourselves, not because you don't have time. Everyone can find time to meditate. Everyone can find time to take care of themselves. Even if you have three young children and a job. Well, I would say there are certain people in the world with such dire realities that finding ways to care of themselves is seemingly impossible, which mm. is horrible. And those of us who can take care of ourselves, I believe have responsibility to serve those who can't. Um, but we don't not meditate because we don't have time or because our head is too loud. Underneath all of that, there is an egoic fear that if I meditate, if I practice my spirituality, if I do the work, as you're saying, the ego is afraid it will disappear, it will vanish, and it wants to live. Absolutely. It wants to live on. So the way Ryan shows us how to conquer our ego and embrace our authentic selves, allowing us to forge genuine connections and experience life to the fullest is so good. Up next, we have Dr. Shafali. She delves deep into the mysteries of the imposter ego and uncovers its fascinating role as the protector of our inner child. Dang. And they, all the colleges now, you know, the, the amount of money they have to spend on um, anxiety workshops, centers, uh, and, 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 you know, it's funny, a friend of mine 
big executive at one, a bank, and he was saying how his children are at Ivy League schools, but they're the anxiety levels are so huge, and it's a very big part of the curriculum. And a lot of kids have to, you know, uh, um, get treatments at the college. And college. The facilities provide this for them. But my friend who didn't grow up with much, you know, and now has a lot. And I just said, isn't it, again, another irony that your kids aren't going to have to worry? You know, I mean, they may not have like yachts, but they're certainly going to have a house from you. Even if it's a modest one, they're going to be able to do what a job they want. They, you, you know, I mean, but yet the kid's so filled with anxiety um, and being crippled by it. And I, I see so much of it. Right, because we are chasing the wrong thing. We should be chasing irrelevance, but we're chasing relevance and relevance strokes the ego. When you chase irrelevance, it creates gratitude, humility, presence, and you just wake up. That's why every human okay. who's confronted with their irrelevance wakes up. Dr. Shafali. So I wanna, I'm going to put a pin in that because I'm going to tell you a story. A friend of mine who was a, a Hollywood collector has, I think, like the slippers from the um, Wizard of Oz. It has everything. Uh-huh. And borderline hoarder. And when he was on his deathbed, he said, oh, my God, it hit me. And I was like, what, what, what? He said, it's all on loan. All of this is on loan. I don't own any of this. It just finally hit me. He's like, just on loan because I'm out. And then what? And so he had that moment. Um, yeah, I know. You know, now I, got, I lost my train of thought. What a surprise. <laughs> but just about how these labels and how we went down a rabbit hole. But yeah, so if we no, finished. But, oh, oh, help me pursue irrelevance. <laughs> I love that. I mean, come on. I work in how many, too many decades in Hollywood, right? So it's been about everything else. But irrelevance. I love this. Tell me how I pursue irrelevance. Irrelevance is our nature. (laughs) You don't even have to pursue it. You see, here's the thing. If you're in touch with your true essence as a human being, you will see that you are a speck of dust on a moat of a sunbeam. So if if you're in touch with your essence without, without feeling like that means you are worthless. See, we, we've become so, um, dependent on the need for relevance and significance that we are chasing all these external validators and metrics, which are all lies. None of them bring self-worth. But we are so out of touch with our essence of our irrelevance as we are just the dust that when we are told we are dust, we, we get offended. Like, oh, I'm not dust. Not because we've lost, we've lost, we're so silly. We've lost wisdom. And what I teach is the wisdom of that. So it's the wisdom of, the, in Buddhism, it's called the empty self. The self is empty, meaning um, in and of itself, the self is just impermanence. It's just breath after breath after breath. Now we've we've colored it up and doctored it up into fancy clothes and handbags and accessories, but that does not mean it takes away the essence of our impermanence. When you are a meditator and a wisdom seeker, you will always be in touch with your irrelevance because you are on the breath and the next breath and the next breath. And because you are with the breath, you are in touch with the meaning of life, which is life is empty of anything external. It is just 
of the breath. It is empty of any permanence because it is just of present moment. When you are aware of this and you're a wisdom seeker, all of the rest is so funny to you. And it's almost a, a, tra a tragic comedy that you're watching. And that's why people suffer because they've lost their connection to the essence of what life is, which is just impermanent breath and uh, and we've colored it up and we think it's the A grade and the, the fancy mansion on top of the hill. So our children are chasing that and they've lost this beauty of their, of who they really are, which is don't take yourself so seriously. Just have life experiences. Stop trying to, you know, create permanence. There is no permanence. So imagine if parents taught children that. Then children will, okay, they'll be like a little bothered if they if they broke their high heel, but they're not going to have an eruption of a, a crisis, of existential crisis because they broke their high heel or their partner dumped them for another human being. It's okay. You know, I, I've always raised my daughter saying, you will be dumped and you will lose your, your, you know, everything valuable to you, but you will still be okay because you are what you and your connection to you is what matters. You know, she currently has somebody she's seeing in a relationship and I just keep telling her, you know, don't, you know, stick to that poor person as if they're your identity because they're not. There is no such thing as permanence in anything. So get used to it. You know, I always thought I get used to everything being there is, in there is no such thing as permanence. I know, and we're so arrogant that we or just clueless that we don't consider that. The very reason people say they have children is they'll tell me straight, I want to leave a legacy. And I go, off what? And they go, off myself. I go, why? Are you the next, you know, are you the sliced bread? Like, what's so great about you? And and they're like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I go, yeah. You just think you're amazing, but you're really, you're, you're, of course, you're amazing, but you're not that amazing either that we need to hold on to you uh, in longevity and perpetuity. That's, that's scary ego talking, right? Considering all of this. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. Conscious parenting is, a, is not just about raising children or it's about a fundamental deconstruction of our illusions. Uh, I call my daughter Maya, which means illusion, because in order to be truly conscious and a wisdom seeker, you have to burn through the illusions, these veils, these lies that we have been indoctrinated with. And every wisdom seeker knows that they're lies, but it takes courage to burn them, to burn the veils of our illusions. And we not only don't burn the veils of our illusions, we proudly and dogmatically make our children wear them. And we're raising blind, you know, disconnected children because we are blind. We are disconnected. We are greedy. We're insecure. We're thirsty. We're insatiable. We're hungry. We're, we're competitive. And we think that is the way to success. That is the way to doom. And that's why, our, look at our planet. Look at our planet. And it's thriving, has, never better. What are you talking about? Exactly. It, so many it people glows, are it? talking about. What are you talking about? We're living in the golden age. So I speak from a different vantage point. Well, by the way, I don't hear many people say that we live in the golden age. I hear more people say, oh, my goodness, where are we going? But the, te the, technological, the technological addicts of this world will say we are living in, a, in an age no better. Right. And in some ways we are in terms some of ways, yeah. some ways we are, but not in the ways that matter, but which is it our It comes emotion. down to us. Right. Yeah. And, it, and I think that this all happened too fast. So we weren't able to you know, adapt with it. So it just came on too fast. And now we have to learn that it's about presence and about meditation, about pausing, 
The one thing I will say, Dr. Fali, is I was going to say, and I don't know if you noticed this in your daughter, we were in the pursuit of the mansions, I feel like, and stuff. I, I do see in that generation, which I admire, is they're far less, at least kids I work with, far less materialistic. They're much more about life experience than materialism, which I think is a step in the right direction. Are you at least seeing that? Uh, I could say I could say great things about this next generation. They are they are more connected to the planet than we were. Yes. They are seeing our our arrogance and our ignorance of our generation, and they mm-hmm. do not like what they see. They definitely are not impressed by us, and they should not be. Uh, they are less into materialism. They are more sensitive to to the absurdity of racism, and they're yeah. great advocates of minorities. I love that about them the most. Um, but I will say that because they are a little bit thirsty for optimizing every life experience, they also in that get trapped in that mm-hmm. the life experience has to be optimal versus their attitude to the life experience, right? Yeah. So they, they, they're they a little bit hungry still, but they are trending, I think, in a better direction uh, than we were. Okay, I had to write that down because that's a good one too. Um, okay, so but last thing, and we'll get you guys, uh, we'll, we'll let you go on your way, but I know with discovering the two eyes, the inner child and the imposter ego. So stage two, this? yeah, so stage two is like doing therapy with me in this book. If you read it, it's like how I do therapy. It's really about identifying your imposter ego. I talk about that, how our masks come about and how the imposter ego is really uh, a protector of the inner child and trying to get the inner child's needs met. So that's a beautiful section of the book where it's all about deep disruption of patterns and healing. Uh, and then part three is all about connecting with your kids. Yeah, I mean, and again, we spelled, uh, my fault, guys, I, I really went over the doom and gloom of all this, but I promise the book has the solutions and the practical steps we don't have eight hours to go over everything with you all, but I do think that the first half is awareness. So hopefully today we should gave you some light, gave me light. I know it's going to help me, Dr. Shivali, for the awareness factor. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show 
or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heel Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heel events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heel Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.